So what do we have for you today? A little bit of a deep dive on what's what with what? A bit of what's going on in the world today mixed with what do they want us to think about? What do they want us focused on? Are they really controlling me? Question mark. The way that I think, the things that I think about, the flash before my eyes and the finger pointing to the sky. I'll be damned if someone ain't trying to set my agenda. Are they setting yours? Question mark. Well, let's see about that. Season six is just beginning, and I thought, why not begin it? With a bit of a survey of global news going on right now, I thought, why not see what everyone else is talking about? So this is how it goes, people. On this past Sunday, August 14th at 9.30 a.m., yes, I woke up just to do this. I opened my eyes and I was like, let there be light on the news. So what I did is I opened up at exactly the same time at 9.30 in the morning, the 10 following news organizations, international news sections. And they are the BBC World, NPR World, Reuters World, Google World News, Yahoo World News, CNN World, Fox World, NPR World, Washington Post World, and AP World Section. And I know Google and Yahoo aren't news creators, they are news aggregators, but lots of people still get news from them, so they influence the news cycle and the agenda of what we see. Thus, we have 10 of the most influential and popular online news websites in the United States. And we open them all up at the exact same time to the exact same sections, the world news section. And we looked at the top 10, or rather the first 10 news stories on each site. So these are, by all accounts, what these organizations say. Nay, nay, nay. Tell us are the most important stories of the day. So for the first 10 global news stories from each website, 10 websites, 100 global news stories. Let's see what we found. So out of 100 international news stories from 10 different organizations' world sections, there were a total of 43 different stories out of 100, meaning 57 stories were duplicates or triplicates or covered 17 times. We'll get to that. And it breaks down like this. 17 stories out of 100 were about Ukraine and Russia in one way or another. Eight stories out of 100 were about a church fire in Egypt. Eight more stories were about a politically motivated stabbing in New York. Six stories were about a shooting in Israel. And five stories were about the one-year anniversary of the Taliban taking over Afghanistan. And that's our top five global news stories out of the 43 stories that were covered within the 100 stories from 10 different organizations. Now, those top five stories, meaning... These five stories appeared more times than any other. When you add them all together, these five stories account for 44% of the news covered out of the 100 articles across 10 online platforms. 44% of all the news we looked at was about five stories. And that... Well, I don't know how good of a thing that is, people. I mean, in some ways, it means that news organizations agree on what some of the most important stuff for us is to know. Or it means they all agree that these are the things that we're most likely to click, click, click on. So they give them to us. But regardless, the effect is that the diversity of our news coverage, as surveyed by 
top 10 global news stories on these 10 online platforms, 44% of the news is only five stories. People, there are about 200 countries in the world. And this is the best we can do for global news coverage? This is extremely limited in scope. And to international news consumers in the U.S., what does this tell us? It means you're going to have a hell of a time trying to find outside-of-the-box news about the vast majority of the world in which we live. Full stop. Now, for all you new listeners out there, this is not, in fact, the first time we've done this kind of aggregate-level analysis of international news content. And, in fact, we have a great comparison for all of you out there today. For you returning lo-fi listeners, you may remember that at the beginning of the summer, we did this to get a feel of what international news cycle looked like going into the summer. Well, now we're coming out of the summer. So let's see the difference. On May 24th, a Sunday morning, two months and three weeks ago, we did exactly the same thing that we just talked about, the same methodology, the same organizations and all. So we really have a great model for comparison of the international news cycle from the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer. So let's see what we find. Beginning of the summer, 39 different stories. End of the summer, 43 different stories. So news diversity has increased over the summer slightly by four stories, but still mildly a good sign, perhaps. Beginning of the summer, our top five stories made up 55% of all stories. End of the summer, our top five stories made up 44% of all stories. So the dominance of the top five stories has decreased. And this means, which we've seen and said, that more stories are getting covered and media are not focusing as much on just the same five international topics. Beginning of the summer, Ukraine and Russia was the top story at 26%. End of the summer, Ukraine and Russia still the top story, but decreasing to 17%. So a pretty significant reduction. And outside of that, none of our top five stories from the beginning to the end of the summer are the same. Just the number one. And what's more is something that is missing completely from our conversation. A news story that at one time dominated international headlines and national headlines alike. A news story that was number five at the beginning of the summer, with only four appearances slash stories, and it is mystically, magically, marvelously, question mark, disappearing. Not a single story out of our 100 global news stories this time were about it. Take 10 seconds to see if you can guess what I'm talking about. And I'll give you a hint. When we kicked off this thing we do, we refused to talk about it. COVID. Not a single story on these online platforms, these international sections, were about COVID. Now, will one appear tomorrow? Yeah, more than likely it will. But the fact that international news cycles on this Sunday morning can be completely void of any COVID news, at least for the first 10 stories? Well, you already know. But let's think overall. Let's think, what can we say about global news coverage today versus the beginning of the summer? How was international news coverage online? Or how has it 
changed. Firstly, the diversity of news has increased a bit. Secondly, the dominance of the top five international headlines has decreased a bit. Third, Ukraine and Russia aren't as dominant of a headline as they once were at the beginning of the summer, but they still are the most dominant story. And finally, COVID, after about two and a half years, is finally starting to slowly disappear from international news, or at least at the top. Overall, that's some pretty significant changes, even though the individual changes may only be mild in magnitude. But what's more is that we don't know yet if this is even a trend. It could very well be that this time things look positive and it looks like the international news cycle for consumers of news is getting better. But next month when we do this, things could revert. We just kind of have to wait and see. But what else can we do with all this information? Or rather, what I want you to do is think about this question. What does it mean to you that 44% of our surveyed international news stories, surveyed out of 100 stories and 10 online news platforms, 44% were about five international affairs? What does that mean to you? Write in. I'm curious your thoughts. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Check us out tomorrow for our regional edition of Lo-Fi Global, checking out what's going on in Central America. And hey, it's not a cliche or a catchphrase. It's a lifestyle. Always remember that Lo-Fi Poly size more than just me. It's the week that we be. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>